What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Bros and Consoles podcast. I'm your host, the extra nerdy gamer, Nathan Choquette. And to my right over here, we switch places. The football fanatic, Michael Ponerero. How you doing, Michael? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Tired. (laughs) You seem a little tired. A little tired. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, As always, we come to you each and every weekend, this time on Sunday, because Saturday was busy. Yep. Yeah. No, no real, like, huge reasonings behind that. <laughs> but how you, how you been doing, Michael? Good, good. Haven't played, oh, haven't played too many video games recently, just one, mostly. Oh, really? Just but, one? Yeah, yeah. Busy week. Yeah, okay. Working all that. Okay, okay. How okay, well, um, not too bad. The This week is, like, a little bit lighter, because next week is going to be more heavy on the um, school board studying kind of thing. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, yeah, super, super exciting. <laughs> Going to go back and uh, live at school for the weekend. Just take your bed there. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't want to do that. Bed's too comfy. I'll fall asleep. <laughs> but a um, little bit of housekeeping. If you guys um, write in to brosandconsoles at gmail.com, you can be part of the conversation over here on the podcast. And one correction from last week. Um, I realized that I called Batman's weapon an ice beam. Ice beam. Oh. I meant I meant ice grenade. Oh, I, yeah. I didn't catch very, that either. Very so. <laughs> <laughs> I think I mixed up the. Um, it's not a beam, but like his like shock gun kind of thing. You know, thing that shoots out like shock bullets. Oh, okay, like I the think shock so. balls. I think like so. I mixed up that in my head with like ice. Oh. Like that, like Mr. Freeze's ice beam and yeah. stuff, and I was like, oh, okay, ice beam. And I was like, it's ah. the same thing. Basically. Super, super annoyed by that. <laughs> These things are really just things that bug me at the end of the day. So I, just yeah. gotta, I feel like I have to go back and fix them. But moving straight into the podcast, what are you playing, Michael? Um, Like I said earlier, just, just really one game that I've been playing, and that's Kingdom Hearts 2. Ah, okay. Or well, you, you, played, you played a little bit of something else, too. Um, you, talk oh, about, talk, then, you talk about Kingdom Hearts first, and then we'll yeah. jump in. Um, I'm trying to beat it so I can get Kingdom Hearts 3, so mm-hmm. I can understand the story uh-huh. i guess a little bit more yeah but uh it's it's fun a lot better than the, th- the first one the first one was very frustrating to me it took me forever to beat it mm-hmm. probably because i didn't level up too much in that <laughs> one which i should have done but this one yeah this one's this one's better controls better more more abilities more um keyblade and stuff the stories are i think more fleshed out and stuff so mm-hmm. I'm now, enjoying it. I've, I've only played the first one um i think on the ps3 and i, I recently got them so i can play them all on the ps4 and stuff but it was a while ago even though i played like 18 or 19 hours of it and stuff mm-hmm. but i i forget was does the first one have um i guess like uh the ability to like switch out keyblades and stuff or was it pretty much just the one um, all the time because i remember that I being specifically it, in two i don't remember it in one very much i don't i can't remember i want to say you can switch out keyblades in one oh, okay but okay. i don't I don't remember for sure because I know you can. There's a thing where you can, you have to get all these um, materials in one, going around uh, defeating these mm-hmm. special mm-hmm. heartless, and then you kind of unlock the ultimate keyblade. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I remember, I remember that, but I guess that I'm means not, there must be. I think, I think you can. Okay, I okay. want to say you can. Don't, don't hold me to that though. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna hold you to it, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played one in a long time. Yeah, it's been a while. But yeah. That and the other game I played for, for maybe an hour or two. Cause mm-hmm. I, just, I just kept dying and I just wasn't in the mood for it. 
was Resident Evil. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Because you started playing. I was like, oh, okay, I'll try this. I'd be too. I'm like, ah, oh, nope. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> Not in a good spot right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that game is definitely all about, like, resource management and stuff. Yeah. Like, way more than any of the other Resident Evil games I've oh, ever played. Oh, for sure. So, yeah, that that's that's a it's a tough one. Because I think you, you saved, your main, like, last save was right before, I don't know, right before you had to, like, go through a bunch of areas with yeah. enemies. And you were at, like, I was at, danger like, level health. Lowest health, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so like, might, one hit and you're, and you're gone. I might thing. reload one of my old saves and then just, like, play from there and... Because okay. I know, what, I guess I kind of know what to do. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we didn't do it too long ago, so it's not no. like totally lost in our memory and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we're you're forgetting one important one that I know we hadn't talked about yet, because I wanted to hear your your thoughts oh. on it, and it's super super big, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Tell everybody what it is. Uh, the demo for Anthem. Yeah. Came out this weekend. Mm-hmm. So what do you what do you think um, so far? How, first of all, how much did you play of it? Oh, I got to, I think, level 13, 12 or 13. Okay. Because you can only get to 15, I think. Okay, okay. How how much game time was that that you... Uh, a couple hours, I would say. Okay, okay. I did the first two story mission things or whatever, and I did a bunch of free play just flying around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun. Yeah, okay. I like okay. it. My playthrough of it had a lot of problems. Okay, what, what kind of problems? Um, it kept freezing. I had to restart it twice. I got stuck in a wall, and my character was doing that free falling <laughs> thing. That's so funny. I had to re- that was in the middle of a of a story thing with two other guys. So it was oh, no okay. help. It kicked me out. And then at the end, after I did that uh, mission, you go to like the bar, and I talked to the, one of the bar guys, and then I answered a question he asked, mm-hmm. and then it just froze on him. Like not saying anything, just staring oh, just at his body yeah, and couldn't stuff. move, couldn't do anything. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. So we restarted that again, and and it was weird when I was going through free play and stuff, mm-hmm. which is not the same as the main story. Yeah, it's just it lets you just do go out into the world want, yeah. and stuff. I kept doing that uh, lag thing where I'd be flying and then it'd bring me back like fifty feet, and then I'd be flying mm. again and then it'd shoot me up fifty feet and then it'd teleport me to the right, teleport me to the left. I'm like, what is going on? I'm moving around too much interesting okay but other other than those problems which it is a demo or beta and stuff yeah it's, demo, it's yeah. fun it's i get vibes of it from uh what i got when i first started playing uh um destiny or the division like, okay okay it's it's customization and gameplay is cool flying around is fun mm-hmm. but time will tell to see if it lasts longer than the, my interest in destiny and division did okay now when you say that does that mean you because because we can't have the the time telling if the, the game is not being played so are you planning on picking it up or oh yeah i'm gonna get i'm gonna get it oh okay okay yeah okay. i That's don't know if i'll for. i'm still thinking if i'll pre-order it or not mm-hmm. get it when it comes out day one but we'll see i think that all depends if i have money too at the time so yeah yeah obviously but no yeah it's fun i like it okay okay that's good to hear because i was i was i was hoping that it would be a good experience yeah that was a good one okay yeah because i played a little bit of the demo too um I, from the sound if you played like a couple hours of it i think i played like half as long anything um because i was doing let me see i did the first main mission that they had inside there mm-hmm. and i think that was kind of what really surprised me is the the story was interesting yeah and I was like, hmm, do I want to keep playing or do I want to like find out what the story is when I get into the game? So I ended up stopping there. So I, I played that, played, I think, like 
I think I was close to level 12 or something when I when I signed out. But yeah, the the flying is really fun. Mm-hmm. I think the the very first time I engaged the thrusters, I was just like, "Oh, this feels That's so cool. good." I hope there's a thing where you can like extend your boost or mm. your thrusters longer. Well, I'm sure. Oh yeah, you mean like just longer flight time in yeah. general? I'm sure there probably will be some kind of customization for that because mm-hmm. if you're changing out like parts and stuff, I can't imagine that they wouldn't have like because all the different things have like bonuses. True. So I'm assuming there might be a bonus for like increased like thruster capacity kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the I think that's also part of the the thing is they don't want you just flying around unlimited. Yeah. They, like I guess it's not like if you think about it, like these things are strapped to the person's body and stuff. So like having these like rocket powered thrusters that are just on the body, like it doesn't make sense that they just go on forever True. without like burning the person inside. That's a good point. Yeah. And so I think it, it adds an extra like element in there trying to make sure that you uh, manage the boosters as well as like if there's like water nearby i think that's that's part of the fun part is like you're like boosting and then you kind of like take a dive so that you like get in the water's like range to like cool yourself off and mm-hmm. then you can keep going i think it's like a fun like mechanic mechanic inside there but yeah so the flying feels fun i didn't i didn't experience i got kicked out of the game once but that was just like a what's called just like a i think it was in the middle of going back to talk to somebody in one of the missions right and then it just, i just got booted out and then went back in but i didn't see any of the the kind of like other bugs like yeah. people freezing and stuff i don't know mine mine was a weird one mm-hmm. but i told you when i first started playing it, i couldn't get on for like 20 minutes because the servers were oh yeah that's right down or whatever yeah like they're they're too like overflowing with mm-hmm. traffic and stuff yeah so maybe i don't know maybe it was just like a connection thing then maybe yeah, because I I mean I know that mine mine is hooked up with like a direct like Ethernet cable. Yeah. So I don't know if that helps the the connection and whatnot stay up. I doubt it though. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm excited. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think I'm 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 all like I'm not yet um gonna order it day one kind of thing. I'm probably just gonna or pre-order I should say. I might pick it up once the reviews drop and stuff yeah so it just depends on if the reviews are dropping before it comes out or After. on the day of kind of thing yeah so yeah but other than the demo um i played some of darksiders war mastered mm-hmm. edition i saw that like mm-hmm. home from work the one day yeah yeah so i'm i'm going through the games because that's number two and three are on my list mm-hmm. uh, of things i'm trying to finish so i'm gonna do through i've already played through one i think a couple times now i've played through it on the 360 and on the ps3 okay and then um i'm just playing through the same i'm playing through the game again on the ps4 because i want to get the the stories kind of like all lined up and everything right i like vaguely remember stuff that happens but i'm remembering like bits and pieces and i kind of want to see if there's anything i'm like missing inside there before i head on Mm mm-hmm um i also played a little bit of the messenger very like small amount so not not like a, a huge amount there uh i beat killzone 2 oh, which nice. was one of the ones on my list nice um started up killzone 3 and i think i'm like a mission or two into that okay and then resident evil played some more of um we played a little bit out here together and then i went i think a little bit farther i i was i think something 
in my brain was like, oh yeah, like there's like almost nothing left to do in this mansion <laughs> except like for the the helmet key. I need the helmet key to unlock stuff. And so I was like, oh, there can't be that much left. And then I was like, nope, there's outside. Yeah, you can go outside now. Left. I'm just like, oh boy, there's a lot of things. <laughs> you thought we were far in the game, but mm-hmm. we still got a ways to go. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe we're like halfway done with it at this point. Maybe, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not even sure entirely. No, not either. Because the game grumps have like, they played a, the game and they have like 40 videos. And I'm trying to watch up to like where I'm at, and that's like only video 10. Oh, geez. Yeah. <laughs> okay, maybe take that back. Then maybe we're a fourth into the game. Oh man. Fun stuff. That's rough. Okay, so we got we got a lot to do then. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing that I okay, last two things I played. I played um some more of Minecraft. Mm, so yeah. I was playing it on the Vita for trophies. And for fun. And then um, also started playing it again on the PS4. And I was just messing around with, um, what is that? Because I, 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 on the PS4 version, I bought a whole bunch of um, texture packs. Mm. So I think there was the one time where we played the Norse mythology um, adventure Yeah, mode. where it's all like. Mm-hmm. It's like everything is like built out and you can kind of just go and like adventure around. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't like. I think you can't um, really, like, destroy stuff in there. Everything is kind of, like, unable to be messed with for the most part. Um, But I forgot that the... So in my head, I was like, okay, like, the mythology packs, like, the Greek one that I have and then the Norse one are only... You're only able to really... um, What what is that? Um, Only able to go and, like, adventure around. Mm -hmm. I didn't think you could build a world inside there and i forgot that that was a specific mode in oh, minecraft creative mode or whatever yeah or yeah so, uh, so there's like creative mode there's um survival mode and then there's adventure mode for mm-hmm. like the specific packs but um i started up a um, survival mode in the greek mythology world and so i was like oh okay so i forgot that you can actually do this so yeah. it's it's i feel like some of the the fun of doing the texture packs is like now you're learning these blocks all over again and stuff and that's like a fun thing for like my nerdy self. Yeah, so. it's relaxing with the Minecraft music. What was it? A very like opera esque. Uh, not not like opera, but it's like um, just like relaxing piano kind of stuff usually. For the Norse one, it had like the oh whole... yeah yeah sorry yeah yeah there was like yeah there was some vocal stuff going on in mm-hmm. the in the um, what's it called the Greek Greek one I was playing. Yeah, yeah so that was cool. fun fun stuff. I like that. Um, and then the last one, I started up um, Mark of the Ninja Remastered. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was a fun game. I was I knew that it was it was getting good um, reviews. I think when I checked it up a while ago, but it's way more fun than I was expecting. It's just like um, sneaking through the the movements really fluid with the the character. He's got like a grappling hook and a sword are like the first things you find. Oh, that's cool. And like his grappling hook lets him like perch up on like ledges and stuff. Um, you can like hold on to the sides of buildings as a way of like getting around and like climbing and whatnot. And then um, the kill mechanic is um, what's it called. I feel like it's it's different from other stealth games in the way that you can mess up the kill. So there's um, so you, you press a button to activate it when you're close enough to one of the guards and stuff. Right. But after you press the button, you have to press the button again with a certain like direction that's shown on the screen and if you don't hit it the correct way then rather than it being a stealth kill it becomes a loud kill oh, okay and so like um each time you do stuff in the world like um jumping or landing on the ground or um what's called uh landing on like buildings or like running and stuff it creates like a sound bubble around you mm. and if enemies are within the sound bubble then it alerts them as to like something's like nearby and they'll go check it out 
Um, when you do the loud kill on accident, it's, I think, like the largest version of that sound bubble. And it's like almost takes up the whole screen kind of thing. So if anybody is nearby, then that like sound bubble like immediately like alerts them. And it's basically like in, in the animation, you're rather, rather than you stabbing through the guy with the sword, um, you're hitting like a hard place in the armor and you're like hitting it over and over again really fast before it like finally goes through. Okay. And so the, the clanging of that is the huge like sound bubble mm, kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes, it definitely like adds some extra like, um, intensity and, and fear of like getting fear. these getting these things correct so that you don't alert the guy who's like right next to you and stuff. Right. But yeah, fun game. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go back to it I think this week and play some more of it because I, I think I just did the first mission okay. so far. That's but, cool though. Yeah, yeah, really really fun game. You know what else is fun, Michael? What's fun? Talking about news. There we go. In the Ropinia report. So, we have a total of, I believe, nine items this week. Okay. Um, first one in the Bropinion Report. Sony first-party developers are reportedly being moved over to PS5 games. Mm. So, this came from... Um, the first one I found it on was um, on Tech Radar from Gerald Lynch. Okay. And later, I think, I think like a day later... Um, Joe Scrubbles on IGN also had a, a similar story up with some little bit of um, added details. Right. Um, I'm just going to read from one of them just because it's the easiest to do that. But um, apparently the first party devs, um, according to the IGN story, are roughly like 18% um, moved over to the next console generation. Mm-hmm. I, I, freak, I don't know exactly like the number of Sony first party studios and stuff. Or just developers in general. I don't know if they're talking about if like they're distinguishing between the two or not. Right. But we're getting getting close to like a fifth of developers now moving over to the PS5 kind of development games. What do you think about that, Michael? It's exciting. Yeah. Like that. I think that means that PS5 is closer than we think. Maybe. Mm. I'm. I'm still kind of holding out hope that it'll be like at the end of this year. I feel like it's it's still too till like now that we're in February, it seems like it's too close now. Yeah, we haven't got really any like a look at it, even what it looks like yet or anything. So yeah, I mean, granted, they're not gonna just like release uh, a look at the the thing until it's like a large conference event kind of thing. True, true. So I mean, the since they're not going to E three, I assume the next time that they come out to like reveal it and stuff will be whatever event that sony ends up like staging themselves and stuff yeah that's that's cool maybe it also means maybe like uh hopefully games like uh say if the last of us three or two was Mm -hmm. being made for the ps4 and now they're changing it over to like the ps5 maybe that means it's it might be not as close as i hope it would be maybe unless it unless it's coming out for both maybe the ps4 and ps5 yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, th- I think that's kind of what I was thinking possibly is I because I didn't think that I think we were, yeah we talked about that before. I didn't think that the Last of Us Part Two was coming out this year because mm-hmm. um, it like the the comments they had talked about before didn't make it sound like it was close enough. I right. guess. Um, but I mean that was the same with like Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding and stuff. But I think the only one out of those three that have been talked about for PS4 was Death Stranding, surprisingly. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I don't, I don't know what that means exactly. It's just, 
it makes it sound like um, if Death Stranding is being said that it's it's confirmed for PS4 by um, uh, Hideo Kojima, mm. then it seems like they'll probably be doing something where it's like out on PS4 as well as PS5. Yeah. Whenever Multiple whenever that comes releases. out. Yeah, yeah. But that, in, in a way that, that kind of like mixes things up because it has to work on it'll it'll have, if it works on the ps4 it'll probably work on the ps5 mm-hmm. it's just think. just a stronger version of the ps4 at this point because i don't yeah. think they're really like going through any crazy hardware changes like how they did from the ps3 to the ps4 mm-hmm. but if they're just going from like a one computer type processor to like a stronger version of itself then i don't see why they wouldn't be able to run it right but I don't know. That always, that, I always just kind of get sad when there's like ones that are old, old console and new console, and like working on there or working on both of them at the mm. same time. Because it's just like I know, I know one of them will look better. Yeah. But at the same time, if it's if you're not making much like changes to it and stuff, then it's probably not working at its peak on the the newer gen stuff. It's true. It's almost like uh, when. Uh, Nintendo released uh, the Breath of the Wild. They released it on the Switch and oh yeah, and the Wii U. Wii U. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they did the Wii U, but <laughs> yeah. But who knows? Yeah, didn't they didn't want the the Wii U to just die out no, with, a, with a whimper, but yeah. it, it kind of did anyways. Yeah, but the I don't know the the idea of more devs kind of starting to work on that stuff is nice to hear at least, mm-hmm. just because it's getting close. Then at it this is point, getting closer, yeah. exciting probably Mm -hmm. that's i don't if if whenever the ps5 comes out yeah yeah. i want to get it but i don't know if i'll get it when it releases uh yeah yeah. it all depends on how much it costs and money (laughs) just give it to me for free that's all i want (laughs) yeah right (laughs) (laughs) and joe schmo over here asking for free ps5s (laughs) (laughs) gotta do what you gotta do oh my gosh what um what kind of I don't know if we're going to talk like a whole lot about like things we want on the PS5 and stuff, but like what what price point would would you hope that it's at when it comes out? Hope realistically, not like fever dream two hundred dollars PS5 <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, PS4 was four hundred when it came out. I would probably say hopefully the same price. Same price. Three ninety nine. Okay, okay. Yeah, hopefully. Now, what if because of the the power? in the in the system because obviously they never do like downgraded versions of the new, next like gen kind of stuff right. from the previous gen um what if it was like 450 or, or 500 uh then i'd definitely be waiting to buy it waiting till like a price drop or or when i have more money to oh okay okay just just bend on it yeah gotcha okay okay yep yeah, because that's always the the tough thing is like waiting to find out when or like not when, but how much the console will actually cost and stuff. Exactly. Just, just waiting and hoping that it's gonna be like affordable for us. <laughs> the anticipation. Yeah, yeah. Now, speaking of pricing, though, and things that are being bought and whatnot, right? Yes. Um, the next story, number two, is about GameStop. And they've been trying to sell the company. Of course. All right, and this has been going on for I think even into last year. I don't I don't remember if it was going on past that. Um, but so Game GameStop was originally trying to sell the company, and I guess had people or not people, but um, companies and interested parties that were 
in talks with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but according to um, Brendan Sinclair on GamesIndustry.biz, the search for someone to, to buy the company is now just kind of being ended. So um, his, his thing re- reads on here that the stock tumbled 25% as the retailer terminates the search due to lack of acceptable financing terms from, or sorry, for potential buyers. Not good. <laughs> yeah, not good. <laughs> so let me see. I think they had actual numbers in here. So like originally the stocks were fourteen ninety one a share. And that was in let me see. Oh, okay, so that, that was that was the last um uh, what's that called? The last time that stocks fell. So I think they fell like ten percent back in August of last year. Okay. Um let me see. And I think that's when they were yeah, they, when they were talking about um, selling GameStop, that maybe that was around the time that they had been doing it for a little bit. And a, I think a large um, buyer that they were talking with and stuff, the plans didn't didn't pan out for that. And when that didn't happen, the stocks fell ten percent to fourteen ninety one. But um, because of the the news earlier this week that they were just gonna flat out stop trying to sell the company um it tumbled again 25 percent to 11.59 a share now god dang yeah so i i feel i feel that the the people that are invested in the company have to be getting a little bit scared right now i feel like they've been scared for a while oh yeah definitely (laughs) but yeah man it's it's a it's a it's a weird and kind of like semi-sad like news to hear yeah gamestop used to be good yeah, yeah. In my mind. Like, we would go there all the time, but now, not so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, rather rather than rather than um, talk about um, GameStop and its its um, business plans and stuff, because we, no, we have no knowledge about that kind of stuff. Right. Um, what are some of your um, fonder memories of GameStop? Fonder memories of GameStop. Um... The first thing that comes to my mind is waiting to my parents outside GameStop like really early in the morning to get a, uh, a Nintendo Wii. Oh, okay. you didn't get one because they were all sold out. Oh, but. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> but just they didn't like come out and be like, "Hey guys, look, this is where the amount ends," kind of thing. Nope. Wow. We were waiting on our car right parked in front of it, and we they opened the store. We went like, "Oh yeah, and they're all sold out." They go, "Okay, we got Burger King for breakfast, so it was fine." Oh. <laughs> Oh, so it wasn't even a line. It was just no, you guys no, just... just us waiting. I see. Okay, okay. It was the one by uh, the one we always went to, Milani. Oh, gotcha. The by the Rosses. What is, and... Yeah, what is that place called? The it wasn't. It wasn't Town Center. It was no. the other other Milani Shopping Center or something. Yeah, like that. Shopping Center. Maybe that was what it was Maybe called. Maybe it was. I, I don't have no idea. Yeah. But yeah, that that was a fun memory. Oh, or okay. and just going to. In general, just going there and like trading my games and looking for other games to buy and pre-owned games mostly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that pretty much all we could. Yeah, we could do basically, at the time. basically. <laughs> Limited income, you know. Yeah. What about as, you? As kids, um, yeah, I think I think it's um similar kind of thing. I don't think I've ever had like a event where I went like super early in the morning for or like yeah. actually stayed in like a line for. Um, <clears throat> oh sorry. I think there's there's one in my memory, and it's like a semi like sneaky memory. That's why um, that kind of stands out is that um, when I was I think I've, we've talked about it before when I was younger, my um, parents didn't want me to play games that were above my age range and stuff. Yes. So I th- I want to say that there was 
think I actually mentioned that before too, that there was, there was the time where, um, I got Dragon Warriors three and it was, it was rated T and I was, I think like 12 or 11 or something like that. And then, yeah. And then my parents reprimanded me later and they were just like, you shouldn't have gotten this. And they let me keep it. So I was like, I was like, oh, okay. But, um, so there was that time I remember. Um, there was another time I remember though, where, um, what was it? I think I was in high school because I forget exactly when this game came out, but um, Dead or Alive Ultimate. Okay. Um, so it was after Dead or Alive 4, I want to say, I think. Um, 3 or 4. I forget which one. Um, but on the 360, I think, is what I had it on. Um, there was... So when, I, when Dead or Alive Ultimate, I guess, like had been out and stuff, I had played the, the previous game for a while. And I think that one was rated T, but Ultimate was M all of a sudden. And I was just like, I was like, what do you mean it's rated M? Because I've (laughs) played the game before. I'm like, how could this game be much different? Right. And it really wasn't. And um, when I went to the store, though, obviously I had to to go with uh, my parents and stuff. Um, I think what ended up happening is I got a bunch of games. Oh, and you hit it in the middle. It was like in the middle of the thing. And since my parents were there, they just kind of like rung everything up. Didn't didn't ask about anything because people don't ask. No. And then, um, yeah, ended up getting all those things there, and and ultimate was kind of slipped in the middle. And I think after we got out, since I was holding the the bag and stuff, there was really no. It wasn't the a repeat of what had happened when I was eleven or twelve. Yeah. It was basically just like okay, I got it, and I immediately like slipped it into my of course into, into a hiding spot in my closet. Of course, <laughs> so they wouldn't see it. <laughs> yeah. So. Little little things like that. I mean, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much all I can remember as yeah. far as like memories that really stand out. Mm-hmm. And just going in and like I say, getting pre-owned games and stuff, and like, oh, this is mm-hmm. cool for two dollars, three dollars. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that's 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 kind of like a yeah, that's like a given fond memory. It's just like going in and seeing all these games that you have no idea what they are. And yeah, then, but then based on the price, you're just like, oh man, <laughs> I can try this out. Yeah. I think I've only had like maybe like one game that I can remember that I got that was like really cheap and I was just like, oh, bad game. And I think that was, um, did you ever hear of the game Venetica? No. Okay. Yeah. It was, it, I think the cover is like this, this lady in like a, what is it? Uh, leather or like, um, brown cloth kind of like outfit with like a sword behind her back. Okay. And she got like her hair up in like a ponytail or just like in, in some kind of like bun or something. And the backdrop is like some kind of like city or something like that she's at. Oh. And I was like, oh, this seems cool. But I think I, I started playing it and I was like, oh, this game play. This is not cool. <laughs> it, it like it controls bad and doesn't like seem like it's very fun. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's one of the few that like I started playing like. A little bit, and I just jumped out immediately, and I was like, "Nope, this is not, not for me." So I just put it down. Trial and error. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I may have even like returned it that same day because okay. I was just like, "No, <laughs> no, thank you." Wow. Yeah, but um, when did when did GameStop start becoming like uh, more like something you kind of had like a, a bad um, opinion of, outlook on? Something I don't like know that. if it's a bad. I'll I'll just I'll say when it's when I stopped going really. Yeah, yeah. Was when my PS4, um, original PS4, um, would stop taking games. Uh, stop them out. I'm okay, like, oh, okay. 
I can't buy games anymore because I keep spitting them out. So I just went digital. I just never went back to GameStop after that. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. I see, I see. Yeah, I think... i trying to remember that, like... I haven't gone to GameStop in a while, but I think yeah, it may have it may have been similar for I mean my my PS4 still takes discs and stuff, but I think it's just when Amazon started their twenty percent off kind of thing. Right. It was just way easier to convenience get that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I mean I think I think part of the reason was that like I anything that was old I was probably getting on sale on the store or right. the, the PSN store, and then. For newer stuff, there was no longer like a reason for me to go in to GameStop because I would just pre-order on Amazon. It was like twenty percent off, and GameStop never did stuff like that. No, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I guess yeah, that that might have been when things kind of started changing and stuff. But yeah, poor GameStop. Yeah, more GameStop. <laughs> would you would you go if they started like really like honing in like more on games and stuff? Like what? What kind of what kind of things would bring you back to GameStop? I don't think anything really. Wow. Because not to say I, I dislike it, it's yeah, GameStop, yeah. but I I'm all digital now mostly, so mm-hmm. I can't really unless they're selling like old systems for like the NES or Genesis or Dreamcast for like mm-hmm. really really cheap. Then maybe that would, but yeah, yeah. Other than that, probably not much. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. What if what if? Because I was thinking about it and I was trying to think of ways that GameStop could stay relevant. <laughs> Um, what if they started a program similar to um, Amazon's program, where Amazon currently they they pretty much got rid of their whole like pre-order um, stuff over there. Um, the only thing they have left are like a very specific number of games that give you a ten dollar credit thirty one days or so after the game has like released and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's basically just ten dollars Amazon credit that you can spend back at the store. Right. Um, what if GameStop did something along those lines, but it was like, um, say it's like a $60 game, right? And then if you pre-order it through Amazon or sorry, through, um, GameStop, they give you a, like in in the store, they give you a $10 gift card for GameStop. You're essentially saving like 10 bucks there. I would say. But for any game. I would say no, probably still because Dang. since I don't even I don't use the Amazon thing that when they did it. Or oh when yeah, do that's it. true. Basically, off of that, if I didn't do it on the Amazon, I don't think I would go into the store physically and do it for GameStop. Yeah, okay, okay. But yeah, it would, I would have to really look into it, and if I really want to do it, then maybe. But again, it would probably be not very likely. Yeah, so it's more like the convenience wins out over the the wanting of saving money and stuff. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. More so. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see what GameStop, <laughs> what, event- what eventually becomes of GameStop. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, man. But uh, moving on to number three on the Bro Opinion Report is that EA has come up in the news. Um, and, I mean, they've been in the news <laughs> a, a few times <laughs> in the past, like, few weeks. Um, this time, though, it was kind of in re- regards to a story that was quite a bit older. Um, so back when loot boxes were really being talked about i think especially with um the star wars battlefront 2 situation and stuff mm-hmm. um over in belgium um the the laws in belgium i guess were interpreted as loot boxes being equivalent to gambling right and so they were therefore basically like unlawful to be inside of, of video games and a bunch of um, companies like pulled them out of their games i think like overwatch pulled out pulled loot boxes out of their stuff um 
trying to remember who else had stuff in there. One or two other places. Oh, okay, sorry. In this, yeah, so the the article I'm looking at is by Hayden Taylor on GamesIndustry.biz. Okay. Um, it also had in there that um, Blizzard and Valve. Yeah, so Blizzard with Overwatch, Valve had some kind of game in there that they took loot boxes out of also, just to not be in um, conflict with the law over in Belgium. Mm-hmm. Um, but EA, I think, was the only one that um, basically just said, like, no, we're not going to take these things out. Like, take us to court if you want, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a very, like, bold, but also, like, seemingly stupid move. A little bit. Um, but according to um, this this news story, though, uh, EA is actually back down over the whole loot box thing in Belgium. Mm. So they're finally going to be taking them out. Um, I think that they're taking them out of all the FIFA games on PC, PC and console by um, the 31st. So by a few days ago, basically. Yeah. So that was a, it was, it was really weird when they decided not to like listen to, put, to the law put stuff. Put down and stuff. And yeah, just didn't, I guess it, I guess it, <laughs> guess it turned out badly for them. Cause if yeah. they decided to finally take it out, then I don't know if, if they were like actually going to be taken to court. I didn't see any like, that's weird. The law. Anything's about that? I, I understand, like, like mm. fighting things and stuff and all that stuff. But the law is the law. Yeah. Sometimes you're not going to really <laughs> win against the law. Yeah, that, that's what I don't understand too. Is like if if they've interpreted it as being something that is not allowed in games and stuff, then take it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> don't try to fight it. <laughs> it's a country's rule. So. Yeah. And this is not something that's that's um, what's it called? like paramount for the the game to exist either yeah. this is just like an extra thing on the side that makes the company money so i'm mm-hmm. just like if if it's one country and the country is saying it's not allowed to be in there just take, take it, it out, out. like that why country. would you why would you waste money on like legal battles and stuff to try and keep these things in here i don't i don't yay man <laughs> yeah yay like i feel sad when when people like all the time like call it like yeah the the most hated company in in the world and stuff there's reasons for but i'm just like yeah there's reasons i just don't understand why they keep the reasons going but, oh gosh yeah man um have you ever played like any of the the games with or loot boxes and stuff did you ever buy any of those things uh overwatch was oh, okay, really okay. the only one that i played mm-hmm. i played a good amount of that but i, I I don't even know if I the loot boxes were like a bonus thing, like oh cool, what did I get? And they'd just be like normal common skins. I don't think mm-hmm. I ever got really anything like super like yeah. Oh, this is cool, but I understand. I I do get it. Like it's that like anticipation or like oh man, gambling like mm-hmm. doing the slot machine and like oh maybe I can win something big. I can keep doing this and stuff. Yeah, man. But yeah, I feel like that's the only game I can think of that really had like loot boxes like that. Yeah, and did you even like? Did you even buy? I think no, it, no, it was yeah. just just stuff that you got that I earned and stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I've never bought loot boxes for any game. Yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, it's, it's it's like a it's weird to think about because I I don't think I've ever bought loot box things either. Yeah, and the idea of people like really like spending all this money on that stuff, I'm just like, man, like you really want this stuff. Yeah, like because it, it's it's like a foreign thing to me because I just. I just want to like save my money for things that I can actually like tangibly have, which yeah. is like more games and like food and stuff. Uh-huh. So it's like the idea of spending it on like um, a, a box of random items that I don't know what's in there is just like I don't know. Is, is it, 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 it makes it makes no sense to me. Yeah. So that's why I'm like I never understand how they 
how they continue to the gambling just make money and yeah and that's why that's why i assume it has to be the gambling in there yeah or the gambling aspect i don't understand it but oh well oh man if if let's see if a company like could take out loot boxes and stuff would you want them to do it sure like i I, (sighs) loot boxes as long as it doesn't affect my gameplay or my Mm. playthrough of the game then have them in but if it starts to like hinder like oh i can't progress because i don't have this you need to buy the suit box and yeah take them out yeah okay yeah i think the only the only um game i can think of where um loot boxes were actually like a fun fun funny thing inside there was um was that uh, Shadow of the Loot Box? Oh, that. Which was basically just making fun of loot boxes yeah, in general. Because yeah, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like you had to, you had to pay. Um, obviously, it's like in-game money. No, no real money is being spent spent there, but like in-game money on the ability to like open doors and the ability to jump and stuff. That's funny. <laughs> I thought it was it was a fun like play on loot box stuff. That is really cool. But yeah, man the the whole like loot box thing, I just kind of avoid in general. I just try yeah. not to even like go near it and just wait wait for it to hopefully die out. Yep. But at the same time, like if if loot boxes do help the the um, developers and stuff make games like affordably, then keep them there. Yeah. And just people got to be strong. I guess willpower, man. Willpower. Don't, don't do those gambling uh, tendencies. Uh huh. Um, but moving on from that, um, there's another like slightly more um, businessy kind of thing inside the number four. And number four is that um, there was a deal with um, Metro Exodus only going over to the Epic Game Store. Mm. And basically there was a whole bunch of people kind of talking about this stuff. Um, and Valve kind of responded to the, the deal by saying that it was... Um, like quote unquote unfair to the players on steam right and or sorry steam customers is what they had um i was i was kind of looking at it and the and i guess how do you how do you feel about um stores like new new stores kind of popping up and uh i guess kind of like duking at duking it out over exclusives and customers and stuff like that we talked about this a we little bit. We talked this a little yeah. bit earlier. And, like, I'm all for competition and stuff and, like, mm-hmm. things like that. Because competition um, entices growth and all that stuff. Yeah. But I've, I've noticed as I've gotten older, I've become less of a fan of console exclusives. Just mm-hmm. in, a ge- in, like, in general. Yeah, yeah. Like, I understand, like, oh, PlayStation has God of War and all that stuff. And that's cool. And Xbox has Gears of War and all that stuff. And Nintendo has Zelda and Mario and all that stuff. Yeah. But part of me, part of me is like, I, I wish that we could all just play these games on everything. Yeah. I know there would be like really no competition really then anymore, mm-hmm. other than the consoles itself. But yeah, I mean there would really be no reason to have like multiple consoles then. Exactly. The yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I've just I've grown less and less fond of like, okay, we're gonna have this game on this console, so buy it on our system only. Like, ah. I, I get it, but yeah, it's been not as appealing to me as as I've gotten older. I've noticed. Yeah. I don't know why. Does that? Does that? I think we, I forget if we talked exactly about this. Does that um, still carry over to like um, this type of thing? Because this is all just on computer at this point. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's like 
I know that you were talking about that, like the Epic Store is like it's free to download too, so you can just basically download it and buy it buy your Metro on that. Mm-hmm. Again, it's it's I understand it and stuff, but it, I think it ties into it a little bit. Like it's from Epic's perspective, it's good, builds them up and stuff, and gets and Valve gives them competition and stuff. But I I, I still it for some reason it just bothers me that like you can just put it on Valve and or Steam and Epic Store and. I, I don't know. It's it's weird. It just mm. I understand why they're doing it. I do. It's just I I want all games on everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then again, this doesn't even affect us because we don't play it on, exactly, on yeah. computer anyways. Metro will come to PS4. Yeah, yeah. It's coming to PS4. It's and coming Xbox. to Xbox One. Probably not coming to the Switch, but that's because the Switch is a Switch. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's it's. It's weird in in my mind that just people even like care about yeah, the fact that it's Yeah, a lot of people are freaking out over it. Yeah, a lot of people are freaking out. And and I feel like if I forget if if I said this exact thing to you earlier, but the if if people are freaking out about it, then I feel like if they really wanted Metro Exodus bad enough, they would just play it on the the Epic's Game Store like Yeah. It's it's just another like client you add to your computer, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, right. I saw some comments. I was reading that a lot of people don't like Epic. It's like I don't want to support Epic because of this and this and the things they've done in the past. I'm like, oh, mm. that's just bitterness right there. Yeah, yeah. The people are just bitter <laughs> towards. Toward, I think people are maybe just being bitter towards Epic because of Fortnite. People want to be bitter at Fortnite and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, if you if you really want to play the game that badly, then it wouldn't matter to you. You just play it. That's true. And that's why I'm just like, well, you're not like real fans of of Coach Media and stuff like that. Then you just you're just complaining about it, and you probably weren't even going to buy the game to begin with. Yeah. So I, there was one, also another comment. It's like if Steam were to do this, there'd be like no talk about this. Like there'd be no yeah. like hate and stuff because it's Steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people would just be like, "Oh, good job, Steam, closing out that Epic Games Store yeah. stuff." And I'm just yeah. like, "Man, yeah." What uh, can you do people, though? People, people, so We're PC games, so man. Annoying. That's why we stay away from it. Yeah, this is this is why we <laughs> don't go to PC gaming because it's so toxic sounding. <laughs> just play things on consoles where you can ignore everyone who's complaining about stuff there you, you go know? you don't have to see these comment threads and stuff like that but i mean i mean i'm excited for metro exodus though yeah, you like the metro series so oh yeah yeah do you ever play the metro series no oh I've seen man you play a bunch of it but i've never played it myself oh man it's always been on sale i think it's on game pass oh is it yeah i think both games are on game pass Ooh, you can you can try it out Michael. yeah i might i might have yeah. kingdom hearts do it do it <laughs> Now speaking of Kingdom Hearts, as I as I moved towards the the next one, which has oh. nothing to do with Kingdom Hearts, um, <laughs> no, this is just a side question, just a tangent. Okay. Um, when when are you planning on getting Kingdom Hearts three? Uh, tax return. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Or whenever that happens. When I get paid next, my next paycheck probably maybe. Gotcha. gotcha yeah. Okay. Are you gonna play the um, what's it called? I think the like the two two point eight I something might, prologue. Uh, I don't I don't have that game, so I would have to buy it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I might just watch a video on it and stuff and see. Oh, okay. The, the story of that, but I, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's a toss up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think that one. I mean, granted, that was. I feel like good as being like a, a placeholder for people waiting for Kingdom Hearts yeah, three. Yeah, that's, that's what I felt like too. But. It sounds like there was like more story stuff inside there. Mm-hmm. Like it's I, 
I, I had always just assumed that numbers one, two, and three would be the main story stuff, and anything on the side was like, like not not canon. Yeah, not canon or not like important to the yeah. main story. But it like from watching they, videos and stuff, it sounds like all of it is important to the yeah. main story. Which like is the, even the whole the super whole weird. Kingdom Hearts three fifty eight slash what two days or whatever it's called. Oh yeah, three fifty eight over two days. Yeah, it's all about Roxas and he is super important in mm-hmm. Horizon thirteen. Like. Oh, just give me one game of everything. <laughs> <laughs> now you know they had the the all in one package, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that that's that's what I ended up getting, just yeah. to have everything on one place that I can play it all. I I, I was gonna get it because I already have yeah. one point five and two point five, so like mm-hmm. I don't know, there's no need to get it. Yeah, I feel like it would have been it would been cool if they had just like if you had things already from the package, if the package becomes like smaller priced. Yeah, you just get what you don't have. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, man, just more more games to buy. <laughs> <laughs> it's always just more and more. Yep. I've, I I I think yeah, this is the first episode into February. Now that I think about it, so I've, I've officially yeah. made it past the first month of oh, the year. Oh, there you go. I'm one twelfth of the way through of keeping my resolution. Pretty strong for the both of us. Oh man. <laughs> so what was it? Because I think I bought a total of like five games. Ooh, okay. So. I'm, I'm I'm surviving over here. Yeah, we'll see by the end <laughs> of this month. Surviving and saving money. <laughs> I mean, no matter what, I hold the the resolution belt. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's gonna, not existent right now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what may be existing pretty soon, though. Hmm. Um, the possibility of Shaggy oh, in Mortal man. Kombat 11. <laughs> this is freaking awesome. <laughs> so over awesome. over on um, oh sorry, I wait. Did I put that? The the previous story I'm just gonna shout out real quick um, was by Michael. Oh, how do I say this? Michael McWhorter on Polygon. All right. So, but now moving into the next one is by apparently. Wait, no, not Joe Scribbles. Hold on. There we go. Jesse Wade on IGN. And apparently, um, fans had put up a petition. Uh, I I th- I think it stemmed from the idea of like people wanting to see certain characters put into mortal kombat 11 and i I feel like there was like um develop people in the development team had like put out the question like who do you want to see as dlc in in the game right and um a petition got started on change.org that was um asking for shaggy from scooby-doo to be put into the game (laughs) and it had over two hundred twenty-five thousand signatures from fans that is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So um, there, and so aside from aside from the petition, there's apparently a um, pretty great Reddit thread of just all these Shaggy memes mm-hmm. of them trying to get Shaggy into like put into the Mortal Kombat universe. Um, I thought I thought the, the thread was hilarious. Oh yeah. Have you, have you checked out a bunch of the stuff? I've in seen there? some of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The I think the the main one in there that brought brought into my into my um thought that like this could be a cool thing in mortal kombat 11 was the um the one that the uh shoot he's not the director but um one of the main um developers for the for the game um he tweeted back with a picture that he had gotten from um another person on twitter who i guess did like drawings and whatnot mm-hmm. and it was like shaggy looking with like blue blue glowing eyes and like crazy like fire behind him and yep. stuff and i was just like oh this could be really like creepy and also strangely Freaking exciting awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but um 
obviously we don't know if if Shaggy's gonna be no. put in there. I I assume not. Probably not. No. Just just because the 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 fact of that like Mortal Kombat is always like killing these people in gruesome ways, and I don't think who who owns Shaggy. Like who owns Scooby Doo? Is it? It's probably Cartoon, Cartoon Network? Network. Okay. Or Hanna Barbera, or whoever. Do you remember those old cartoon shows that have that? Hold on. Because they own Scooby Doo, or they created. Oh, they created Scooby Doo. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. These guys. Let me see. Hold on, logo. Oh, it's wait. Is is so there? Is it like a? Is it a person or is it a company? It's a. It's like a company within like or. I, I guess a cartoon company. Okay. Okay. That works within Cartoon Maybe Network like the and stuff. Names put together. Or something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. But yeah, I, I'd have to assume that they're probably not gonna let Shaggy like get his spine ripped no. out by like Scorpion or probably something like that. Not, <laughs> so probably probably won't see it. Um, but like who who? Because you've played some of the Mortal Kombat. Yes, I think you played what like ten number ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of haven't played much of any of it, even though I think ten is on Game Pass right now. Yeah. Um, who who would you care about being in in a Mortal Kombat game? Pretty cool to have like Geralt from The Witcher in it. Oh, that'd be really cool. I know he's already cool. in Soul Calibur. So yeah, I was gonna say it'd be hard to get in. It'd be hard to get in, yeah. But uh, he'd be cool. <sighs> I don't, if we're talking outlandish stuff, because hmm. um, I mean they've had like the the Predator in there before. Yeah, they had Jason. Mm-hmm. Put I guess Freddy Cougar in there. Yeah, they had Freddy in there before. Um, any horror ones i guess i can think of i can't hmm. other than Geralt, that's the only thing that's coming to my mind that would fit in mortal Kombat. yeah what about would i'm trying to think i don't think they've ever had any like cartoonized characters in there and stuff no do you think that would work like making making a i guess like more like realistic looking version of a character from an anime kind of thing i, I it could like, like kind of like jump force is kind of like that Oh yeah, I think they're more realistic looking in a sense. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know if like anime would work in Mortal Kombat. I, I'm just trying to think of like other like sources of like horror kind yeah, of stuff, and I'm yeah. just like I'm having a hard time thinking of it. I, I am too. That's why they probably thought of Shaggy because Shaggy would do something yeah. so outlandish <laughs> for Shaggy. Yeah, people are just throwing out ridiculous ideas. The cool thing though is like, like, the last thirty tweets on Matthew Lillard's page just all mm. about Shaggy being in Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, and he's, he's the like, he's the actor. Yeah, he's yeah. the that took over in two thousand nine. Like, oh behold my glory and stuff. <laughs> and there's there's one picture I saw a while ago that he posted and it was a picture of of him when he was playing Shaggy and it was like a selfie and stuff. And then the caption was like uh good job my minions you have done well <laughs> like that's so cool that is going along with this oh, <laughs> what whatever this is sidetracking whatever happened to to the guy who played shaggy Matthew Matthew Lillard? Lillard. yeah uh he's still he's still doing shaggy just voice acting shaggy oh okay okay because i'm like i haven't seen him in any yeah, like movies active, or anything like long time in anything in a long time i feel like yeah okay okay yeah, but that was just a little little juicy tidbit thrown cool in there thing, because yeah. it was just so so strange to see this this thing <laughs> pop up all of a sudden. So cool. Oh man, but the idea of, of Shaggy in Mortal Kombat 11 I think should be something that that happens. It should be. It's power up with Scooby snacks and stuff. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to I don't, man, it'd be it'd be so weird I'm trying to think of like what moves like he could even like have and stuff. 
like maybe he like he jumps into the the, uh, the van the and machine, runs people over van, or something yeah. <laughs> the mystery machine oh man oh gosh because, or he could do yeah. something like uh like a Mega Man and Super Smash like they all power up he brings the whole mystery ink crew together and they all do like a super move <laughs> I'm trying to think because the, the, none of the none of the crew fights that's why so I would just have to assume be Scooby it would Scooby just be like well it'd be like everybody there but like. They all know. turn they're all, they're all, super. They all like they themselves. all like run over the person or something, and then the person is just like on the ground, like trampled to death or something. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like in terms of like bringing the gore from Mortal Kombat, Into but Scooby. from but from the Scooby Gang, it's just like I can't, uh, I can't think. Man. Be, I hope they I hope they do it. I, like it was like a small DLC or something. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Just just something. Just throw us some Scooby snacks yeah. over here, Cartoon Network. Come on, just just let it happen. But um, one other one other small story that I got here has to do with Fortnite, and obviously, like I haven't played Fortnite in quite a while and stuff. Yeah, they're they're in season seven right now. You haven't played since season five, probably. maybe. Probably, I don't even remember when you first like played like some matches with me and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but the it's been it's been quite a while. I think I played some of season six and then hadn't played for the majority of the season. Mm-hmm. And that's why when season seven came around, I was just like, "Now nah, there's no point in like renewing my thing." Right. But um, apparently, they I think there's been talk about it for a while of the possibility of using um, one of the areas as like a a stage kind of thing, or mm-hmm. like um, I think especially there was the um, movie theater area, or like not movie theater area, but like the um, what is that like drive through? It has like a bunch of like cars there and stuff, and they they thought it'd be a cool thing where they could actually like play a real movie like within Fortnite while right. people are playing and stuff. Um, but they actually went through with something like this um, this past weekend, or no, this weekend, uh, yesterday is when it happened. So um, apparently at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern time, I think is what it was, um, they staged an entire um, concert by Marshmallow. Yeah. And... Okay. Apparently, I think it's 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 up online. You can you can watch the the footage and stuff from the concert. Apparently, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. I think there's also a um, what is that? A marshmallow skin that you can get within the game, which is super cool. Mm. But seeing this like crazy um, like set inside there with all these like neon lights and stuff, yep, just like going everywhere, just some kind of like crazy rave happening while people are just hanging out and stuff. I thought it was a, a cool thing to, to give a shout out for and stuff. I did too. Like I, there was, I saw some of the videos and stuff, and there's like multiple times where he's he's like, "Oh, I want everybody to jump up and down when I when the beat drops, or do your emote or whatever." Yeah, yeah. And it flashes around, and people are doing all their emotes, and there's like one person just standing there, <laughs> not doing anything like this, so. trying, trying to mess with everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man, that's cool though. I really thought that mm. was interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. I was I was like semi hoping inside here because obviously this is like something that's um what's it called gathering everybody together and stuff because there was that there's that one t- time a long while ago I think when season five was like coming close to an end or something or maybe it was in season four was getting close to ending the um the rocket that was like blasting off and stuff oh yeah and people were building like towers and stuff so they could go and just watch to see what happened um and then somebody like shot it destroyed destroyed the tower and killed like 40 something people like at one time i I was i was semi hoping that something would happen again where like someone just like like, yeah big big like big like bomb rocket launchers kind of stuff just like taking out a whole bunch of people but it's probably a lot harder to do when there's not like aerial 
parts into it. Mm-hmm. But I thought that would be that would also be kind of a fun. That'd thing. be kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, sure somebody thought about doing it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they did, but I'm sure everyone else was also like, I think I think what was it in the the story over here on that I got it from um, on Mashable by Adam Rosenberg. He was saying that I think let me see where's the part here. They, they, there was a part in here where it was just talking about like oh like if if people what was it if if you want to go and see the concert like just make sure you don't appear threatening and so I'm just like that's such a weird yeah. thing to be like telling <laughs> like okay guys just don't don't look threatening just just go and hang out and watch this concert and stuff mm-hmm. yeah but man good 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 for Epic Games though they're they're putting out so many like weird little things that like mix together like different types of like entertainment yeah like throwing in concerts with with Fortnite gameplay and stuff and they're, they're doing things which is good for yeah, the video yeah. Game industry how do you, how 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 long do you think um Fortnite will continue to be in like major like gaming media stuff until the next big thing comes out mm-hmm. whatever that may be yeah do you think like could it could last like another year kind of thing i think it could last another year yeah i could yeah. see that happening yeah cuz i think i think each season is like what is it um I want to say like ten weeks long or so. Okay, something like that. I might be I might be a little bit off there, but yeah, if it's like if it's like maybe like five seasons a year kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, it'd be super interesting to see like how how long the, the Fortnite wave, train keeps on going. Yeah. yeah. Last. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm curious too, like what they'll like keep adding because they added like planes and stuff in season seven and like the whole map like froze over and i think they that was one cool thing that i remember hearing about is that they they did the freeze over in real time oh really yeah so it's like the people that were playing like all of a sudden this i'm trying to remember exactly how it happened it was like a a ball of like ice or something that was in the middle of the the map that like appeared all of a sudden when there was like a sound that went off and then i guess like uh what's it called some kind of like wizard slash like wizard type dude like or I think it was like the Ice King or something, right? And he apparently like appeared, and you could see like on the map, like on your your regular map, that like the map just slowly started to freeze over. Oh. And then it was like happening in like real time like, across cool. all the servers, so like everyone is experiencing this at the same time. That's really cool. Yeah, like they they do crazy stuff over there. But I really I kind of I kind of hope that like it seems like they they do so well with like the online infrastructure and everything that I kind of hope that other companies talk with them about that stuff because there always seems to be like problems with day one like online games yeah like I'm assuming that Anthem will probably go through similar things just because if a bunch of people are going in there's gonna be issues like there's gonna be server crashes and slowdowns and stuff like that but when when there's so many people like playing Fortnite and stuff. I feel like they they've got to have something going for them over there that keeps everything running well, and there's got to be like some way to just like share that with other developers and stuff so that yeah. these games don't go like crazy. We'll see. Yeah, I just want I just want another like game to launch with online stuff and there's just no problems, or like or limited problems. Yeah, you know? like not things like. Think things like um, avoiding the whole like oh like we can't con- we can't connect you right now because there's too much like server usage and yeah. stuff like that and I'm just like oh come on guys yeah if I buy this game I just want to play it <laughs> 2019 let it be the year you know <laughs> but that's all I've got for I've got those six now what have, what have you got for me on the bro opinion report Michael? okay so I have three stories okay okay um, the first one I will do 
because it's the first tab open up in my uh-huh. computer is uh from polygon by let's decide this charlie hall uh-huh. it's called resident evil 2 board game plays well looks like hell okay okay now when i first saw this article i thought looks like hell was a good thing like mm. compared to like because it's resident evil and like hell and demons and zombies and stuff yeah yeah but apparently it's not a good thing oh it's not okay. yeah so the tagline for this article is when you get what you get inside the 115 box 150 dollar box is a bit of a letdown oh, okay yeah i did see that part of it yeah so it's in 2017 steamforge games hot off the success of dark souls the board game tossed up another ambitious kickstarter campaign by the end of its run the uk-based team had hovered over hovered up more than 800,000 from 7,583 excited backers from Resident Evil 2, the board game, an officially licensed tabletop version of the classic game. And all this stuff, they they got to that, they got their, their goal and stuff, and they're selling, they are selling it for $115 direct from Steve Forge and significantly less on Amazon. The initial pricing puts it on the high side of an average modern day hobby board game. The presentation of the box and manual is excellent with a good mix of original art from the Resident Evil franchise and new interpretation of characters like Leon as Kennedy, Claire Redfield, and Birkin. Birkin. Okay. Whoever Birkin is. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out when we play Resident Evil 2, I guess. But uh, apparently the big selling point of the game was the elaborate 32-millimeter scale miniatures included mm. in the game. That's what people wanted. Okay. The In the final version, there's 24 of them in all, one of each player, one of each of the player characters, along with a dozen zombies and three different sculpts, a pair of powerful liquors ready to pounce, and four zombified dogs. Now, apparently, the miniatures' quality is not great. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, like, I'm, I'm seeing, like, they have a picture just kind of of the board game, and it looks like just, like, plastic miniatures on, like, on bases and stuff of different colors. Yeah. So not not great. But um, at the end of the article, he sums it up by saying, um, overall, the style of the face of gameplay are a big improvement over Steamforge's previous video game tie-ins. I just expected the game to look and feel a whole lot better for what they're charging. Mm. So, uh, okay, I guess, review of it. Okay, but yeah. this ties into my question. What video game would you like to be seen made into a board game, if any? Oh, boy. If you can think of one that... Because you, hmm. you don't... We don't really play board games other than, like, you play D&D. I don't yeah, know if you want to call yeah. that a board game. It's a tabletop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But would there be a video game that you can see yourself playing in a board game format? Um, I mean, probably not. I'm not. I'm not like a super board game fan and stuff like the. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I don't really call. I don't really consider D and D to be a board game. That's why right. it's it's a, definitely a tabletop game, but it's like the 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 mother of all board games kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, or let me rephrase the question. Do oh you yeah, think they should make more video game board games. Mm, probably not. I feel like just 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 make make cool ideas of, <laughs> of board games you don't gotta like make them video game based right. and stuff i feel like when you when you make a, a board game from a video game um like lore background and stuff mm-hmm. it's taking from like a very small audience you know yeah like as in like um not 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 taking something from the people that are playing the games but i mean like um you're you're grabbing a very small audience of people that will probably play this board game mm-hmm. and i mean obviously if if they had a um what's called they had a successful dark souls board game 
Kickstarter, and then they had this one that was successfully Kickstarted. Obviously, there's people out there that want to play these things. Yes, there's but but I don't know. I just feel like I, I I don't I don't quite understand what would be I don't know like enticing about a board game version of a video game. Yeah, because when you're when you're doing when you're doing the the video game, like you're in control of the stuff, right? And then when you play it in like a board game version, I assume most of the time you're throwing in like dice and cards of like chance and stuff. So that. now it's like you're you're giving away control from the game that you're playing. It's all chance. And then yeah, and then it becomes all chance based. So it's it's a it's a weird like switch, I I feel like in the 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 way that the people are playing the game now. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree with that. Only only differing thing would be I, I could see these things being like a collector's thing. Mm. Like, oh, I have a board game of The Witcher. Or yeah. I have a board game of <laughs> say Mario Kart and stuff. And just be like something you could put on a shelf and just show off. Like, oh, this is part of my collection of video game memorabilia and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> not not to not to bash collectors, but like in my mind, I'm like, what's the point of yeah? No, no, what's no. the point of yeah. having a, a board game box to show off to people when you paid like a hundred something dollars for it? It's true. It's true. So yeah, I just thought it was an interesting article. So. Oh no, yeah, yeah, super interesting that like, what's it called that these things are and it's being kickstarted being too. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, wait, wait. Before you jump onto the next one, um, since this has to do with kickstarters, I was gonna. Do you remember the um, Adam's Ascending Kickstarter? Oh, I remember the game. Yeah, yeah, the 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 trailer and stuff from the the showcase. Yeah. So I guess apparently they didn't make their Kickstarter. Goal. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think I think the, um, what was it? I think it it had like until I think like January fourth or something like that to make their goal of I think it was like thirty five thousand or something like that, and I think they got to like. I don't know, like eight thousand something or nine thousand something, uh. but it said that like I think in in the conditions thing there it was saying that like if it's not funded by this date then the project basically is like terminated and stuff oh that sucks so, yeah i was like i was like oh that's kind of a sucky like that's kind of like a sucky like outcome to yeah something that was in the showcase that seemed kind of cool well that's a shame yeah yeah i figured there's there's no real other place to like mention it and stuff no yeah it was it's not news that's being talked about anywhere and it's just like something it's that small little we know about but what a shame man. yeah shame man shame super shame Okay, um, so moving on to my next article after. Oh yeah, disappointing <laughs> news. Um, uh, article on IGN: Fallout seventy six temporarily take temporarily taken down or taken offline after patch reintroduces old bugs. Mm, okay. So apparently, Bethesda put a new patch for Fallout seventy six and fixing some bugs, but then it brought in old bugs that they fixed early on. It's like a big vicious cycle and stuff yeah you can read the article what you want what people thought about it and stuff but i wanted to ask a question a very very like i guess hypothetical and stuff but very like extreme question Mm. do you think bethesda should have either i'll read i'll word it differently should you do you think bethesda should have made fallout 76 Mm. Or you can answer, do you think Bethesda should just end Fallout 76? Like, move on uh, to other things. Um, Again, extreme question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there are still people playing it, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's ever, like, a reason to just, like, end these games other than if they've been, I don't know, like, um, when when certain games that have, like, online functionality um, are eventually closed down because it's, like, 10 years after the release and people have moved on to, like, new consoles and stuff. Right. Like, and by that time, it's just, like, yeah, the servers are there for maybe, like, a handful of people and there's no point in keeping them up anymore because the servers cost money to keep up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, th- I think it's it's probably like way too early for Fallout seventy six to disappear. Cease to exist, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, th- I think I think it's 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 something that was like a an interesting, um, I guess, like diversion for Bethesda and stuff. Something that it's different. I think was was good to try, but obviously they've seen that it doesn't work out quite like how they wanted it to work out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if anything, maybe this will maybe this will be good um, in terms of making them focus more on like the single player games that they're really like known for and stuff. Yeah. Because I mean, if they if they tried this out and they're like, okay, well, it wasn't what we wanted it to be and didn't turn out like how we expected it, so this kind of affirms like reaffirms that single player is like the way to go for for our teams and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a that's a good outcome, anyways. It's true. No. Yeah. What about you, though? Um, like I, I guess I'm in the same mindset. Like, it's it's cool that they tried this. Mm. There's something different for them, and like you said, obviously, it didn't work out how or hasn't been working out as have as like they wanted it to and stuff. But they also they have Elder Scrolls Online, and that one's still going strong. Yeah, and I'm strong as you. I'm trying to think. That's that's like. I, I want to say it's under like the umbrella of Bethesda, but it's like managed by I think like Zenimax or something oh, like that. Oh, really? So it's basically like it's not even super part of like it's not like Bethesda is developing this oh, thing. It's like a studio that is that makes sense has like the license to it from that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would I would say it's probably a a good learning experience for Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. And again, if they if they do want to do like a game like this in the future and stuff. They know what not to do and how yeah. to uh-huh. go about things and stuff, which is which is good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a very. I thought of the question like, oh, would this be a? Should they have even released Fallout seventy six? And I just wanted your opinion on it to see how you mm. felt about it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think the. I mean, I'm sure people have had fun with it. Oh yeah, for it's, sure. I, obviously, there's been a lot of bugs, but I mean, what 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 online game besides Fortnite doesn't have crazy amounts of bugs and stuff? You know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly yeah. i mean people people had to expect if it's a if it's a bethesda game like obviously they have a lot of bugs within their huge like open world games because of the scope of the games yes and maybe maybe it's just maybe the scope isn't even like something that can completely um kind of like um excuse the amount of bugs and stuff in there mm-hmm. but i mean online games are are generally buggy as well so i mean moving from a type of game that generally has a lot of bugs like the fallout games and the elder scrolls games and then trying to put it in online form just sounds like a a hassle like, like double the bugs basically yeah <laughs> and so i'm just like oh yeah this kind of this is probably how i thought this was going to turn out anyways if i really thought about it really hard it's true but yeah okay and then moving on to my last article i guess and this is just like a small little fun thing i i noticed i saw yesterday and i showed you oh yeah, yeah. sankotaku by jason schreier a free-to-play titanfall battle royale game will be out soon mm-hmm. now 
it's not exactly how it seems. Yeah, yeah. A new Titanfall spinoff is in the works and it'll be out sooner than anyone could possibly guess. In fact, internet rumors suggest that it'll be out Monday or this Monday, which is tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this game isn't officially announced just yet, but word leaked out this morning thanks to esports journalist Rod Breslau. Breslau? Breslau, yeah. As Breslau re- reported today, it's called Apex Legends and will mm-hmm. be out Monday for PC, Xbox, and PS4. It's a free-to-play battle royale that interestingly won't let you use the titan mech suits that made titanfall so iconic i read that i was like oh this is i was excited when i first read the the yeah the, the titanfall yeah because i think that was really fun titanfall but mm-hmm. now you can't use that yeah. so you'll you'll have supernatural mobile like hero abilities and play either solo or on a team of three as you battle other players for delicious chicken dinners okay now would you would you play this um let's see I th- okay, so th- so when I was reading this, um, the stuff that Jason Schreier wrote down, I was interested in uh, interested at first, obviously when when it said Titanfall, and yes. I was like, yes, Same here. sounds fun. Same here. Uh, and then when it was like, no, no Titans though, I was like a little, a little, little bit let bit. down. A little yeah. bit. Um, but it kind of it semi brought it back a little bit when so this this game is going to be called Apex Apex Legends apparently. Yes. Um, it semi brought it back when they said um hero abilities in there because and granted when they said moba i was like no that threw me i was off like a little bit massive online battle arena that's kind of that's not my forte kind of yeah. game um but when they said hero abilities um and then later on in the thing they're mentioning um it's like a mix of titanfall with overwatch and blackout from call of duty black ops 4 mm-hmm. um that actually sounded interesting it to does. me again so the even even without the mechs if I'm assuming when they talk about it's like Titanfall, um, I assume it just means like maybe the the look of the game is like Titanfall. Could be. In which case, like that's that's a pretty good like starting point. Mm-hmm. And then if you add in like hero abilities and stuff, and it becomes playable like Overwatch and stuff. But if but it's free, then I feel like it's a it's a good mixture so far. I just kind of yeah. have to see like how it plays and whatnot. But I think if it man if it does come out tomorrow though. And it's a game I don't have to buy. Then it doesn't count against my seven. There you go. So. <laughs> what if hypothetically uh-huh. it has trophies too? Oh, I mean, okay. If it's Just coming out, I'm... it's gonna have trophies. It better. Like, there's no point in having a game that doesn't have it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I feel like there's no point in games coming out on the PS4 and Xbox if they don't have like achievements and like trophies. Yeah. With them, yeah. You know? Obviously, if it's coming out, if it came out to like Switch and stuff, I wouldn't be like don't exist on the switch because you don't have trophies you know but yeah i mean i feel like there's no point in at this point in making games on these platforms and just be like oh just kidding guys we're not gonna make that stuff yeah with the the trophies and achievements and stuff because now you're just cutting out things that have always been there and just like well why you gotta be the outlier for (laughs) why you gotta be the outlier why you trying to be a big boy and take your trophy pants off you know (laughs) well all right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well that's the end of my article there i thought it was a little cool yeah no, yeah, that's a cool that's a cool big boy pants now obviously i didn't i didn't see this this game mentioned anywhere on um what's it called the playstation stuff this week oh the drop yeah the drop but i do still have the entire list All of upcoming right. games on the playstation network as listed once again by justin massingale <laughs> i forget who, weird uh the name last week I it was like who it was. tim something tim gettys no you said you said tim <laughs> gettys and that's what that's what triggered that but 
Um, yeah, but listed by Justin Massengill, brought to you by the Bros and Consoles co-hosts each and every weekend. So, this week, there's actually, like, quite a bit of stuff on here. There's 18 games. Oh, my gosh. So, I think last week it was, like, 12, so it's, like, what is that, 50% more? Um, but thankfully there's only like a few that i'm interested in so oh, which is good won't, it won't it won't <laughs> tie up my my list for february you know um the first one is called access denied and it's cross by on ps4 ps vita okay um and spoilers for this week there's a heavy amount of games that are puzzle based so Yay. this is this is apparently the week of puzzles. You know? Love puzzles. Uh, Access Denied is a puzzle game where personal data is locked away in protected boxes, calling all safe crackers and puzzle game lovers. From rotating dials, inputting numbers, and other commands, your work will be cut out for you. Yay! Yeah, I'm just all right. Get get cracking, guys. I want to learn. Yeah, release that access. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, next one up though is called Ages of Mages, and this one this one looks interesting yeah it looks it looks cute from the the art and stuff um sorry ages of mages the last keeper um and it says the kingdom is under attack and the princess has been taken ages of mages the last keeper is a tps beat-em-up game for up to four players local co-op can our four mages assume the responsibility of guardian and reinvigorate the ages of mages sorry the ages of the mages too many thes in there yeah also though um I'm trying to think of what t- TPS is. Is that is it third person shooter? Third person strategy? Like I don't know. I I'm used to hearing FPS, which is first person shooter. Yeah, it could be. I have no idea. I've heard it before. Mm. Let me see. TPS is third person shooter. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. It is. That's weird because it's a third person shooter beat 'em up game. That's interesting. I don't know what that means now. You gotta it's try just, it out. Yeah, I guess so. Um, this one looks kind of is yeah. kind of interesting. Um, it's called Away Journey to the Unexpected. This was during the kind of funny showcase. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Oh, is this the one where the dude makes friends with people? Yeah. Oh, that's why I was interested in this. Yep. Okay. Uh, it says, "Welcome to a feel-good FPS, a colorful adventure combining action, negotiation, and roguelite elements. Befriend and play a large variety of quirky characters, all against the backdrop of the anime-themed soundtrack of Kazuhiko Naruse." Yeah. Heck yeah, man. Okay, that's that's why yep. I was excited for this game. I was like, this looks cool, and it seems like I like this. But it's because it was in there. That's why. There you go. And that is, yeah, only PS4, no Vita. Sad face Vita. Um, next up, though, is called Crisis VR Brigade. Oh. I don't like that nope. title at all. Oh, geez, why? Um, coming to VSVR, obviously. Um, Crisis Brigade is a virtual reality action-filled first-person shooter that lets players take on the role of a SWAT trooper and deal with a hostage situation in a bank robbery. You got the highest rates at the academy. It's time to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, man. I mean, good good for VR. They just keep coming out with games, yep. you know? Even, even if games. they're games <laughs> that maybe no one will play. Um, next up, Elk Simulator coming out February 6th. So what is My that? Country. That is, I think, Wednesday? Um, for the PS4. Um, challenging Elk. Hunting taken to another level. What? Got it. Challenging Elk hunting taken to another level. There we go. Hunt in one of the three world venues to include the United States, Canada, or New Zealand in search of trophy elk. Who is going to be the next elk hunting legend? Me. Oh, man. All right, Michael. You you get on that <laughs> review for, for next week's episode. Oh, yeah. Totally. And tell us all about it. It's going to be amazing. Oh, man. 
Um, this one looks pretty cool. I've been waiting for this for a while. Um, Evil Land Legendary Edition. <laughs> and Evil Land Legendary Edition brings you two unique RPGs with their graphic style and gameplay changing as you progress. Full of humor and references to classic games, the Evil Land series brings a truly epic and extraordinary adventure. This is actually one of the ones that I was excited for for um, Switch as well. Oh, really? So yeah. I'm just like, okay, yeah. this is this is this is something I'll play on PS4 probably now because trophies, you know. <laughs> and I can confirm there's a platinum because oh, I saw go. it a long while ago when That's it popped, important. and I was just like, oh, these trophies sound pretty funny. I like that. I like the idea in there. Um, this next one, I have no idea what to expect out of it though. It's called Fear of Bugs: oh, The Fear Experience. Another VR game. Yep, PSVR coming out on the seventh, so I think Thursday. Um. Is that right? I want to see if I got my dates right here. I think so. Yeah, Thursday. Okay. Um, it says, our laboratory conducts various researches on fears. On, on fear, sorry. This research is fear resistance to cockroaches. You are exposed to the fear of various cockroaches in a closed space. Can you bear the fear of cockroaches until the end? No. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I don't like bugs, and it'd probably be gross doing this in VR, but... I just, I don't, I don't understand I don't how this is a game, Michael. Don't worry, I don't You're either. just going to like drop a bunch of cockroaches on you all the time during the game? Uh, apparently. Nasty. Um, the next one up though, Glass Masquerade comes out on the 6th as well. Put oh, sorry, the 6th, which is Wednesday. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of like um, stained glass imagery going on here. Um, it says an artistic puzzle game inspired by Art Dec- Deco, Art Deco, I'll say Deco. Art Deco and stained glass artisans of the 20th century combine hidden glass pieces to unveil clocks and themes exhibited by various cultures of the world at an interactive electronic show. All right. Yeah. Some kind of stained glass game. There you go. Um, another one I'm excited for here, God Eater 3 coming hey, out on yeah. the 8th, which is Friday. Um, set in a post-apocalyptic setting, it's up to your special team of God Eaters to take down godlike monsters devastating the world. With an epic story, unique characters, and all new god arcs and origami, the latest evolution in action is here. In action. Yeah, man. This, this was fun when I played the demo, so I, I, I might end up getting this. I don't know if I'll get it on Friday. Right. I'll, I'll have to wait and see, because right. I have to play, like, God Eater 1 and 2 still. Mm-hmm. Never played any of the God Eater games. Yeah, it, they're pretty fun. Like, the, I mean, it's, if you, the, the demo might still be up on the store and stuff, too. Oh, really? You might be able to play the demo to try it out, out, so you can see how it plays and stuff, at least. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like I was saying, it's basically like Monster Hunter, but oh, in anime yeah. form. That's cool. So I guess more anime form. This is like this actually looks more like anime, whereas like Monster Hunter just looked like Japanese cartoon kind of thing. Yeah. Or like what is that? Um, like Japanese like three D animation compared to like this is more like anime. Yeah, cartoony ish. Yeah, like it looks like it's it's more like drawn, but mm-hmm. still like three D and stuff. Um, the next one is another PSVR game called The Mage's Tale, and underneath it, I guess it says VR Dungeon Crawl. Um. It says the corrupt wizard Galfroy has kidnapped your master and only you have any hope of saving him. Explore ten deadly dungeons, decipher mind bending puzzles. There's the puzzles again. Avoid terrifying traps and vanish no, sorry, vanquish hordes of vicious monsters in breathtaking VR. Yeah. Oh man. And it looks like you're a frog or something. Or maybe that's bad guys. There's like, like frog toads. bad guys. Yeah, toad, toad bad frog guys. Things. I don't know, man. Weird. We'll see. Um, next up is Melbit's World, mm. the cooperative puzzle platformer game that will equally charm and 
challenge your friends and family. Yeah. Communication and coordination are the keys to success in the Melbits mission. <laughs> I, I have no idea who the Melbits are. Just Apparently these, like, those little, people are. These little like pig-like things. I don't know. Um, oh, man. This is your game. Oh, Monster boy. Energy Supercross. Yeah. The official video game, too. <laughs> oh, that's an awful title. Why? Coming to PS4 on the 8th. Um, the official Monster Energy AMA Supercross Championship game is back. I don't think anyone ever asked for it back. No, probably not. <laughs> um, live the life of a pro with the updated career mode. Test yourself in the compound. Manage your events and attract new sponsors to earn fame and unlock new content. <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. Oh, boy. Monster Energy is making a video game <laughs> about motocross. God. Oh, boy. Um, next up, we got Pipe Push Paradise coming out on the 6th, Wednesday as well. Um, Pipe Push Paradise is a challenging plumbing-based puzzle game. You've arrived on a lonely island faced with a hero's calling. Rise to the occasion, parentheses, push pipes around, <laughs> in parentheses, and restore this paradise to its former glory. Oh, my God. Because why not? <laughs> That's how you rise to the occasion, man. You push pipes around. That's true. Um, then we got Pro Fishing oh, Simulator, man. an authentic sport fishing simulation for both beginners and avid anglers. Explore the most beautiful fishing spots in the world and reel in the best catches by combining technique and the best official equipment. <laughs> oh, God. There wow. you go. I, I want to know who's, who the market is for these games. <laughs> yeah, I'm super curious because they, they have like multiple of these fishing games. Yeah. And it's just like, do people keep playing them? Like, is this like a hidden like subgenre of game that people are super excited about, like the farming simulator games no, and all these things? Like, It'll I have no soon idea. Turn pro. <laughs> oh man, yeah, pro, pro, pro angling. There you go. In in esports. There you go. Um, next, we got Rage Room, which is a strange Monday release in PSVR. And it says, welcome to the rage. Welcome to Rage Room. Leave your day behind. Let loose and release your rage. Every last bit of it. With over 50 weapons to fuel your fury, our test dummies won't know what hit them, or at least until they gain sentience. <laughs> All right. I don't know if that's a spoiler for the game. Like it if might they be. <laughs> if they do start to come at you, and then you have to like defend yourself from them. But yeah, I don't know. VR it's a VR game. game. These these VR games, man. Yeah. Um, next up is Riot Civil Unrest, um, coming out on Tuesday. And the explanation is very basic. Riot Civil Unrest is a riot simulator oh, riot that places simulator. the player in the heart of some of the world's most fractitious clashes. Weird. Interesting. Yeah. I think I have heard um, semi-good things about this. Though. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, it, it does sound like you the the mob is very, like, what's it called? Um, responsive to your character and whatnot. Oh, that's good. So... Or at least like your your actions and what everything that's going on in there. So it sounds like it's got some like strategy kind of things in there. I'm I want to say it it sounds a lot like um, uh, what is that? Uh, Plague Inc. Evolved or that that oh. game I was playing. It's, it's something where you have to like do a simulation of like how this riot like happened and whatnot. Right. But I I have I have no idea though. It's somewhat of a mystery to me. 
Um, as is the next game. Shanky the Vegan's Nightmare. The Vegan's Nightmare. Yeah. Shanky is a joyful meat grinder and Mince is its favor- or is its movement force. Swallow up everything you can and collect meat cola to stay on the move. And remember, there is never enough mince, so keep grinding. <laughs> wow. Shot at vegans. I guess so. Jeez. <laughs> Also, what is mince? I thought mince, mince meat. I thought mincing is like a like verb kind of thing. I have no is idea. Is mince a noun too? Maybe. Huh. All right. We'll assume it's a noun or just no bad grammar. I don't know. And the last one for the week, spike volleyball. Yeah, sports. <laughs> Spikes, blocks, floaters. Master the skills and tactics of indoor volleyball. With 50 men's and women's national teams, Spike Volleyball draws you into the realistic action of one of the most complex and spectacular team sports played today. <laughs> is, that, is, that all, is that all true? Um, the most complex and spectacular team sports of today? Uh, I wouldn't agree with all of that there. <laughs> but again, it's opinions. Oh, man. A lot of stuff going on here. But that is it for the psn drop this week all right now michael if i was if i was a volleyball player and i was like this spike volleyball got nothing on a real volleyball i'm gonna go play my switch instead (laughs) but i don't know but i don't know what games are coming out this week where would i go you would go to the weekly nintendo switch picks yeah now i should probably look at the psn drop before i make this because two of the games i have are were on that oh yeah yeah which was Evo Land Legendary Edition, mm-hmm. and then Away Journey to the Unexpected. Yeah, yeah. I will probably get Away on the, the Switch because I feel like that'd be a cool game on the Switch to play. Okay, okay. But Michael, trophies. Uh, I'm not a huge trophy getter. But Michael, cool we game. can get you into getting trophies. Ah, uh, that's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have two games. Okay, okay. Uh, first one is there's a lot that came out, but I pick and chose. Um, this one's coming the seventh. Okay, okay. It's called the Stillness of the Wind, which is originally twelve ninety nine, but is now on sale for eleven dollars and four cents, which is odd. Interesting. Um, is that like a ten percent off kind of thing? Is that, like, what is I, have, that? I have no idea. But uh, I'll read this: A quiet game of life and loss. One by one, everyone left the once bustling village for the city. Everyone except Talma. Now approaching the end of her days, she maintains a simple, solitary way of life, surviving, sustaining, tending to her homestead and her goats. Develop your own personal routine as you care for your farm and your animals. Tend to your goats, make cheese with their milk, collect eggs and cook meals, grow vegetables, and barter with the traveling merchant who brings increasingly disturbing letters from your family in the city. Oh, jeez. A follow-up to the critically acclaimed Where the Goats Are, which I've never heard of. Yeah, what? The stillness of the one is a quiet rumination of life and loss. So it looks like a very relaxing, just like survival type game. Intending to your farm and house. It looks, the art looks very cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does look pretty cool. It's like slightly like polygonal and stuff. Mm -hmm. This would be a game that's, if you you want something to relax and maybe cry because it seems sad, yeah, then I would definitely, definitely check this game out. Okay. Oh, and it's fifteen percent. That's what that is. Oh, is it fifteen? Okay. Yeah. And my last game, uh-huh. which coming out the eighth, it's called Doom and Destiny. Oh yeah. And this one's eleven ninety nine. Let me read this. That looks pretty cool. The nerdiest adventure of your life, or the nerdiest adventure of your life. Four nerds drawn into a fantasy world and mistaken for heroes have to battle their way through a massive, crazy adventure and defeat a preposterous villain. 
Doom and Destiny is a turn-based, hilarious JRPG, like that, where you take control of a party of four everyday friends, journey through an unpredictable story filled with paro paro parodies. Wow, parodies and cameos. Oh, gotcha. Start your adventure in a classic dungeon with dragons. Save the princess with the help of green-dressed elf. Wow, <laughs> and then fly into manga or I said manga, fly to manga theme city. city with the help of a famous Italian plumber. Wow. <laughs> This is Doom and oh, Destiny, great. the flying spaghetti fantasy adventure. Wow, yeah. This Dang. looks more than 20 hours of story yeah, I was and that. 20 hours of extra adventure. Dang. This looks really good. This does look pretty cool. Like, I mean, looking at it, it kind of reminds me of like the, the Dragon Warrior games. Yeah. Or sorry, Dragon Quest, if you're if you're anywhere else in the world besides the U.S. Uh-huh. It also looks like a game you'd make on like RPG Maker 2 a little bit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is really cool. Yeah, this looks really interesting. I like this. Oh man, yeah. One of the one of the screenshots is straight up just looks look like a Mario game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not. Oh stupid. man, but yeah, those are my games. Okay, okay. I've got a few more to add. I don't know the exact number because this whole like crossover lists it really throws me off as well. Right. Uh, okay, so the first one is called Pocket Academy, mm. coming out on the seventh. Oh, I saw that one. And it's by Kairosoft and coming out for twelve dollars. You basically manage, from the looks of things, you manage a um, school as Ooh. well as, like, the people inside it. So I, I, th- I thought it looked, it looked very, like, relaxing, like you were saying. It's like a I, – I, I kind of thought you were going to pick this one because it, it looks like I, a, I, like, slice of life kind of game. I saw it and I was like, ah. Uh, I don't know. Let me go back to the page. But continue reading back. Yeah. So, like, so it says, um, school got you down. Wish you could change a few things. Well, now's your chance to create the ultimate dream school in this simulation smash hit. Taylor, your personal academy as you see fit, erecting classrooms, making clubs, even deciding this week's hot couple. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems it seems pretty interesting. It's just like you're just managing this school. You have the people like talk to each other and whatnot. Um, I think you can you can raise the students based on like their like um, I might be getting this totally off, but it's it seems like you students have their own um, stats mm. and then they're kind of like push towards like other aspects of the school and stuff that you have but it seems like a fun little like simulation kind of thing there's one um what's it called screenshot that that may be more interesting because it's it's just an event and the event says christy todd is asking out john doe (laughs) she's like go out with me (laughs) question mark (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah i I don't know it might have been like the management simulation that i wasn't interested in Uh, i saw that i was like uh maybe not it yeah, does look cool, though. Yeah, yeah. It looks, it looks fun and cute and stuff. Um, let me see. The next one I had on here is called Mage Scroll Tactics by Mediascape. Mage so it's... Tactics. What's it called? It, it's a anime-esque looking game um, coming out on the 7th for eleven ninety nine, And the... I feel like it kind of takes one element out of the... Um, what's called tactical RPG kind of thing by making it side scrolling. So rather than 3d maps of like a lot of blocks and stuff, now it's just, um, 2d blocks Mm. and it's only like, um, what is it? Height differences in, in combat. Yeah. Which I kind of, I kind of like the idea of it taking out those types of things, but the story looks interesting inside here from what I can like. I like that. Yeah. That's why I was like anime. I like (laughs) this. Um, but it looks like a it looks like a fun little game, and mm-hmm. I think it would probably be an easy entry for people who haven't really played um, tactical RPGs and stuff yeah, before. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I like the the anime looks. 
Um, after that one, let's see, let me get down to it real quick. Oh gosh, I just saw that the Monster Energy Supercross 2 is coming to <laughs> Switch as well. Oh gosh. Uh, okay, last two. So, first one is called Oniken Unstoppable Edition. And these last two games are both by um, uh, Digerati. Might be it might be a, sorry it might be a different developer, but it says Digerati on here. Okay. Um, and both both of these last two games um, kind of look like eight bit um, adventure slash action game kind of things. Right. Um, so in Oniken Unstoppable Edition, you are a lone warrior against a futuristic evil. So it's a in a po- in a post apocalyptic. Oh gosh! In a post-apocalyptic future, controlled by a sinister corporation, ninja mercenary Zaku is the last hope for humanity. Inspired by the demanding gameplay of 8-bit action platformers, Oniken pits your agility and swordplay against a gauntlet of enemies, traps, and challenging bosses. So it's got 8-bit um, pixel art and music. Uh, apparently, cinematic cutscenes. So you Ooh. actually get like cartoonized cutscenes going on in there. Oh, it does look good. Yeah, yeah. The polar so, bear you can fight. Yeah, I see a. I saw a polar bear in there. <laughs> um, let's see. It's got different miss, different missions. There's like 18 plus bosses in the campaign. Oh, there's a boss rush mode apparently. Oh, nice. Yeah, and if you really want to challenge yourself, there's a single life hardcore mode. Nope. <laughs> is my answer. Yeah, so that's coming out on the eighth, and also coming out on the eighth is this other one by Digirati called Odalis: The Dark Call. And apparently you play it's it looks similar. It's like a eight bit kind of style pixel art kind of stuff. Um also adventure slash action platformer. And this one I guess you you are a father who's um searching for your son mm. in here. And so it says the old gods have forgotten this land. Odalis is an exploration slash action game and loving homage to the eight bit genre classics. You play as Haggis, a battle-weary warrior who must wield his sword once more to rescue his son from darkness. So, looks pretty good. It looks good, too, yeah. Like Castlevania vibes I'm getting. Yeah, yeah. So, I think interesting interesting stuff coming this week. Next week looks pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But if, if I wanted to know a game or an indie game yeah. that is like going to be amazing and 10 out of 10 masterpiece, where would it go? Oh, man, I can't promise the 10 out of 10, <laughs> but I have an exciting game for you guys this week. And I'll start off by saying that it's called Project Awakening, and I assume this is not going to be the final thing. Have you heard of this game before? No. Okay. I hadn't heard of it until very recently also. Um, but Ooh. Project Awakening coming to the PS4 at a to-be-announced date. No, no, like, official, I don't even think there's an official title yet. If it's called Project Awakening, unless we're having, like, a Project Octopath Traveler situation <laughs> on, our, going on, our, yeah. on our hands here. Um, it looks a lot, from the trailer, it looks a lot Monster like Monster Hunter. Hunter. Yep. Um, but the, if you guys go and, if you guys go and search for Project Awakening in here, there's really, like, only one trailer so far. And you see that there's this dude with a sword and shield who's fighting this, like, large monster which i guess is apparently part of like the dragon family okay and after the the whole fight goes on it's very like grueling looking it looks like you have to like dodge a lot and fight this creature um through multiple environments and then i think you eventually finish the fight and then um at the very end there is 
kind of like coming through the the mist and like the whole time you're 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 watching this trailer there's a dude in the back narrating stuff mm-hmm. and he he kind of really like brings in the the game feel also um but at the very end there's like mist in the distance and you can see just like you can see the size of your character or your the person you're playing as and you see the what looks like just like multiple giants like coming towards oh, you and stuff geez. And I was super excited to see this trailer. I have no idea what this game's about, <laughs> other than being like Monster Hunter. I'm watching the trailer now, and it looks super intense. Yeah, yeah, it does. And I think it's like a two or three minute trailer kind of thing mm-hmm. too. But pretty good. I think it's it's definitely worth a checkout. The if it only has like PS4 on the the um, release thing currently. Right. And I feel like looking at the the graphics of the thing, if that's what the game looks like, I assume this will be like a PS5 kind of title. Yeah, because I would agree. This this seems like very early kind of stuff. If there's not a whole lot of talk going on about it, mm-hmm. so maybe this is like the the fruits of what was that um, game in the past that was shown for like the PS4 kind of stuff. Um, I think uh, Deep Down. Does that, does that sound right? I have no idea. Uh, let me look that up real quick. There was a game that was kind of um, shown as like a tech demo, like a long while ago, back when. Um. Yeah, I think that might be called Deep Down, and it, it looked. I think it was from Capcom or something. It looked like. Let's see. So I'm looking at it now. Yeah. So the publisher was Capcom at the time, and the developer as well. Um, oh. It was going to be a single player slash multiplayer co-op dungeon crawler. Yeah. And it was announced by Capcom for the PS4. Nothing really ever came of it. Um. And so people kind of, it seemed like it was more of a tech demo kind of thing at the time. Mm-hmm. But I know people for a while were like, man, what happened to Deep Down? Are we getting Deep Down? And all these different things. I feel like this may be like an evolution of that. It could be, yeah. But the but the developer of this is um, Psy Games. So I don't know if, if it's related or not, but it seems like it looks like a possible spiritual successor to, to Deep Down a little bit. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, so... Pretty, pretty cool looking. It does look pretty, pretty cool good. looking stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to like keep my eyes and ears open to wait for more news about this game. But I have a feeling we're super early days right now. Oh yeah, for sure. I agree. But yeah, that's what I got for you this week on the NIC Indie right. Corner. Now, if I was running past this super fast, I might have missed this announcement. Yes. You know, because it's so like deeply hidden. <laughs> but I can't run very fast, and I know someone who can. Who's that, Michael? And uh, that's Sonic the Hedgehog. Ah. And this is Sonic's Super Fast Minute. Now, I had... Oh, there we go. Because I closed the tab for some reason. I had the, the, the fact up, and I had to find it again. Okay, oh, gotcha. here we go. A little, little fun little fact about the first Sonic game. Mm-hmm. The sound of people saying Sega at the beginning of the Sonic, or any yeah. Sega game. Sega, that thing, <laughs> took up one-eighth of the original game Jeez. may have seemed a little cute a little way uh, maybe, let me try that again it may have seemed like a cute little way to kick off sonic the hedgehog but the white screen and sega logo with the loud sega chant took up a huge chunk of the game's memory in fact it was so large that it took up more space than an actual level Jeez. <laughs> yeah <laughs> small Man, old technology back then <laughs> couldn't handle much yeah oh my gosh but yeah, small little fun fact about Sonic there. Okay, okay. And Sega in general. Oh, Dang little man. side note too. Oh, the yeah. reason why Sonic's blue is because Sega's logo is blue. Is that really the have. only thing? Yeah. Wow. 
It's the main reason. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's there's stories behind in like the comics and stuff, but I don't know how actually canon that is and stuff. Uh, okay. But yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Now we know where Sonic got his blue from. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, so strange. The the the, the reasoning behind it, we these always things. I feel like sometimes I wonder about like the reasoning behind these decisions that make it into final games, mm-hmm. and then every once in a while we'll have these these topics like oh Sonic's blue because Sega's blue. I'm just like, well, that's great. That's very simple. Okay. <laughs> very very thoughtful <laughs> there. No no planning necessary. Nope. Oh man, we got an earthquake happening above us apparently. Um, but that's all we got this week for the podcast. If you guys have any questions, if you want to be part of the conversation, just write in to brosandconsoles at gmail.com. And yeah, we'll have to see when I assume we'll probably maybe do like a Friday recording. Maybe do you know when uh, you work I'm yet? Friday. So yeah. I'm okay. Friday. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I have clinic Friday, but I'm not, there's no like Friday review night session thing. Okay. So Friday is probably the best day to, to do the recording. So look for the next episode, possibly on Friday, guys, or Saturday. Who knows? We'll let if, you know. <laughs> you're, you're, if, you, if you put in the, the what's it called, if you type in that, like, subscribe thing or whatever on your podcasting service of choice, I think it updates you whenever a thing dro- does drop. Yeah. So if you want to make it easier to find these things, just go ahead just and, like, that. do that. And then it's it seems like it makes it pretty easy, mm-hmm. you know. But... Yeah, that's all we got for you this week. A little bit of a shorter episode. We're a little sub two hours. So. Oh, not bad. Pretty good. Pretty good time. We're getting better at podcasting. We're getting you know? better. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> but we hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we will talk to you guys next weekend. All right. Peace. Peace out.